Welcome to the Global Dance Network podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Smolik, and I invite you to join the conversation with artists who are passionate about inspiring and equipping you for whatever sphere you find yourself in. In this week's episode, Catherine Cologne shares her journey of how her art form and faith intersected and what the creative process with the Holy Spirit can look like. Hey, Kat, and welcome to our podcast today. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, I thought we could talk about the creative process and how you go about that, how you kind of get from having an idea to outworking it onto a stage. So let's embark on that journey today. I know you love choreographing. Have you always been like that? Even as a kid, would you, you know, dance around and choreograph or... Yeah, I don't. I haven't been like that as okay. a kid, for sure. I wasn't one to um, put on my own shows for people like some people I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was very um, boxed in, I guess, mm-hmm. as a child. Like, okay, I want to be a ballerina at first, and I just did what everybody would tell me to do. Mm-hmm. And so, dance parties, like, I'd be like, oh, what do what I, I do? Mm-hmm. Like, I have no idea. So, um, yeah, it was way later on when the idea, like okay, I actually have my own ideas Mm. that I can put to movement. Mm -hmm. And I probably didn't get released in that until, like, when I did Hillsong College in 2014. Yeah. So what changed then for you? How did that develop? Well, it all happened, I guess, uh, around the time when I actually found out that you could dance for and with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, now that I think about it, like, that happened at exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what was it like before? Was it, like, yeah, I believe in God and I have this gift of dance, but it's kind of separate? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know if my faith was actually, like, real. Like, mm. Jesus is real. Mm. And so, therefore, like, he's present mm-hmm. in my life. And... So I would go to classes and auditions, like hundreds of them, Mm. and it's just uh, about the work. Like, if I work really hard, I can get good, and I'll get noticed, and then I'll get a job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then um, I met a few different people, and they introduced, like, okay, we're going to pray, and then we're going to dance from that space. And uh, it just opened everything up, and it... It felt free. So mm-hmm. then after I just had a, one encounter like that, I went yeah. to, I remember going to Broadway Dance Center and I was taking classes that I always took, but I could actually see Jesus like in the different people and mm-hmm. in what was being taught. Mm-hmm. And then from that space, like I just remember it being the, one of the best classes I've ever taken yeah. and going home, riding on the subway. And I was just thinking like wow like god was actually at broadway dance center i Mm -hmm. didn't know he was there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's like oh okay like yeah yeah that's cool so um let's talk about your creative process for a little while when you how do you come up with ideas do you just walk around and something sparks your interest or inspires you or are you do you lay in bed and suddenly wake up and have ideas that you write down in a journal or what does that look like for you yeah so it's always different I think and 
it, it comes from what God's teaching me mm-hmm. in my life. So, like, the most recent thing I've choreographed, it came from me driving for, like, six hours straight looking at telephone poles. Okay. Like, <laughs> and, and, like, that became a story that God was kind of telling me about communication yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, or a lot of times it's like, okay, I have to choreograph something, like, or in that instance, if I have to do something, mm. it's like, okay what is it going to be about? That's my first go-to. Mm. It's not like, okay, let's find music. Yeah, okay. Or, um... Yeah, because I'm sure there's a lot of dancers who... Obviously, music is, uh, you know, inspires choreography, but um, do you think anything can inspire you to create? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I would say yeah. definitely yes. Like, um... It's the way you think about that thing, though. Mm-hmm. Like, because... You see millions of things every mm. second, really. And so, but you have to actually look at it a different way, mm-hmm. or I do, mm-hmm. to be inspired about it. Like, yeah. a box mm-hmm. is like, you have to look at it slightly different, or you're, you wouldn't be inspired. Yeah. So, um, how does the inspiration or initial idea then outwork itself in your body or... Yeah. How do you get from that to that? Because I know that's a difficult part for a lot of people. Yeah. So story always comes first for me. Mm-hmm. So I'll mull around in my head about, for instance, that the telephone poles. Like, I'll create this whole outline in my mind before I even think about what it would look like mm-hmm. in dance. Mm-hmm. So I'm... In that instance, I was just talking to God about it and like, okay, what do you want me to learn from this? Like, this is kind of bizarre. (laughs) And then I'll stay there for a few hours, really. And then uh, I'll start thinking about, okay, like if I wanted to express this to people, if I wanted to, to teach this to somebody or if I wanted to do this dance, like, okay, how is that gonna look? in my body mm-hmm. or what do I need to have around me like do I need to have this random telephone on the <laughs> stage like mm-hmm. how does that work and then I'll think about okay so in the telephone instance okay so it starts off on the stage I'm attached to this telephone I can't really move very far and then what does the next moment look like um so maybe I start to go away from the telephone but I need to come back so, so it's like mm. little things like yeah. that and then it just uh strings together this story that I can then follow with my movement okay cool so a lot of people I think struggle to come up with actual movement and um, often might choreograph in front of the mirror to see what it looks like. Do you choreograph in front of a mirror or? Well, it depends on what space I'm in. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Usually when you get to choreograph, it's not in front of a mirror. Yeah. Um, So recently I choreograph in a... A living room, mm-hmm. and it's got a really furry rug all over it, and so of course the movement's going to be different than that, mm-hmm. and then on a dance floor. Yeah. Um, but sometimes your audience is different too, so yeah. you might want to look at and see what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it can be portrayed a different way. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, sometimes I just close my eyes. Majority of the time, I would close my eyes if okay. I was in front of a mirror. Yeah. So, what would you say to someone who struggles coming up with actual movement? Because sometimes we can feel stuck and just do our usual yeah. thing that we like to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's a couple of different things that I would do in that instance. Because who doesn't struggle with movement sometimes? Mm. It doesn't just flow naturally all the time. Um, so one thing that I would do is I would just turn on the music and I would often videotape what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So and then I would just dance. Yeah. For a long time, and then I'd go back and watch it and be like, oh, I like this part, mm -hmm. or I like this part, mm -hmm. I like this part. Or I would be like, okay, God, <laughs> like, I want to choreograph this, and I don't have any movement right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, like, where do you want it to go? What do you want it to say? Like, I need help. <laughs> and yeah. I would just st literally stand there, close my eyes until I saw something mm -hmm. it's like even if it's just a straight line like okay like and then my body moves in a straight line yeah. all right that's it yeah like even if it might look weird or feel weird or oh i love weird <laughs> like sometimes the weirdest things say the most yeah like if you do a normal movement somebody that knows that movement is just going to watch it and say, oh, I know what that is. Like, mm -hmm. okay, oh, that looks nice. Good job. Or I can do that better. And it's like, but if they haven't quite seen something like that, they're like, oh, maybe this could be something else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe that will lead their thoughts to somewhere else that God wants them to think about. Yeah. So weird is, is good. Weird is good. I love your choreographies. <laughs> um... So then how do you lead the room when you go to choreograph and teach your dancers, whoever you've got at the time, how do you get them to embody what you're actually seeing? Okay, so I love the room. I love I love teaching. Oh, it's so good. And my mindset is first transformation in me, transformation in my dancers, then if it's performed, transformation in the audience. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the I think the most important thing is transformation in people. And I don't go in with a mindset of oh, I want them to look like this. Yeah, yeah. I I always tell everybody at the beginning of my class, I'm like, okay. You're, you've got a canvas, and I've just given you buckets of paint. And yeah. Just throw it, paint it, however you want it to look. Uh, I want them to look differently. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want them to look like me. Yeah. And Because nobody can look like what you have in mind, and it's always better than what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. uh, unless you're thinking about like some impossible movement that you can't even do that you want somebody to do, which often happens in my head. I'm like, oh, it'd be really cool if they could do a, a double barrel turn in the air <laughs> and land, yeah. and then I'll often be like, oh, I'll try this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I go in to the room with the mindset of, all right, God, like, what do you want to do? What do these people need? And you've given me this, so I'm going to give it, and I know you're going to take care of the rest. Mm -hmm. And so we just go, and I try and be as transparent as possible mm. so that it gives the students and the dancers the freedom to do that as well. Mm -hmm. And how are you open to 
the leading of the Holy Spirit within all of that. Um, yeah. So, like, it's a constant reminder, like, that I, ha- I have to remind myself that I'm doing it with him and he actually wants to do it with us. So, the last class I taught, um, it was about communication with him and I was encouraging the students to be in communication with him the whole time Mm -hmm. even if it's just subtle and so that was therefore reminding me Mm. as well like okay like keep that communication open and yeah I I think it's just about just constantly okay speaking in tongues if you need to or God help me with this movement to express it in the way you need it to be expressed mm-hmm. and I I remember even in that class uh in my travels there I um had a song popped into my head like my kid is sick like you're <laughs> trying to get her to calm down and and that's what happened and mm-hmm. so I'm like okay so maybe you want to take this class a completely different direction so I'll just pop that song on yeah and so it's just yeah just being open to what he wants to do don't go in with a set thing this is what i have to do this is what i have to get done Mm -hmm. and in some instances you do have that i I need to get this five minute dance done Mm -hmm. like to be performed but it's like leaving space for him yeah cool i love that so how many ideas do you have for dances and what percentage of that do you actually outwork Oh, I mean, I'll get, like, a whole lot of ideas, and I'll usually just, like, text them to people and be like, oh, you could take this if you want. Okay, like, yeah. I, I do not do maybe, like, the 2% of mm-hmm. the ideas that mm-hmm. I actually have. Mm-hmm. I would love to do more of them, um, but it's when is the right time to do it. Yeah. So yeah. I have, like, a list on my phone that okay. I'll, like, put in. You kind of keep them in your back pocket and yeah, see if, and so if God will use it someday. If or... it happens, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I think as yeah, as creatives as dancers, we need to do that mm-hmm. more. Like, we need to actually outwork them, even if they don't have a purpose or a place or a time. Like, okay, I'm going to create this mm. today. I, that's something that I need to work on. I know with songwriters for churches they write thousands of songs Mm -hmm. and then one gets picked yeah yeah so why not dancers make thousands of dances yeah let the one get picked yeah okay my last question is what's some maybe practical ways if someone's never experienced this like dancing with and for jesus um, and wanting to experience that, but maybe that's quite foreign to a lot of people. What's some ways they can just, in their personal life, <laughs> grow in that or experience that? Or Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, I believe he's always there. So it's an invitation to him. He's not going to intrude mm. in what you're doing. So it's just simply saying, hey, God... I know you're here. Like, I need you to dance with me. Mm. Like, and close your eyes. Start moving. 
or if there's a small phrase that you have. It can even be you turning your hands upward and downward and upward and downward, and you keep on doing it, and you ask him, okay, what are you saying when I do that? Mm -hmm. Or if you just start walking in circles around a room, Mm -hmm. like, and you just start praying and see what happens from there. Like, actually just invite him in. Mm -hmm. He's just waiting for that all the time and everything that we do, not even just dance. Like, all right, God, I'm inviting you to take the subway with me. Mm -hmm. Like, what's going to happen? And I I don't think he'll ever disappoint you in that. Like, he's just waiting for it. Mm. I love that. That's beautiful. Hmm. Is there any last thing that's on your heart that you would want to share with people listening? Don't give up. Yeah, don't give up. Hmm. Cool. Well, thanks so much. I am sure this will bless and inspire many people. And, um, yeah, look forward to hearing more from you soon. Thanks so much. Thanks, Carol. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We trust you are inspired and equipped to take your next step. Be sure to hit subscribe and follow us on social media to stay connected with all things GDN.